everybody, and welcome back to Simply Soccer. I am your host, Michelle Hutink, and my co-host, Christian Conway. Like a mad scientist in the laboratory. We're trying something new today, so hopefully this works out. We're alive, and uh, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, super excited, super glad uh, that we could be here today, and of course, to bring you the LA Galaxy win against LAFC. Doesn't it feel good to win El Trafico uh, Part 11 um, so the Galaxy overall, um, yeah, to me it is no question. Um, but you know, you love to see, you love to see it. Um, even though we didn't get our Chicharito uh, v Vela matchup, and to be honest with you, not sure that we ever will. Um, just really glad that the Galaxy could pull it off. Um, you know, that that first half did get worrisome. They they needed fresh legs. They needed energy. Um, you know, the Galaxy couldn't keep holding on and dragging the way that they were. Um, and even at the end, you know. Bond got four saves officially. Uh, he's got 19 saves overall, which makes him top in MLS. Um, you know, got to hand it to Chicharito for coming through six goal uh, in four games. And um, like I had said, I believe last episode, Jonathan Dos Santos got the goal that he needed to get uh, to bring him back. I think he has brought back because, you know, earlier in that first half, he had chipped. Uh, a ball into the box and that's how Williams was able to get the tackle and Chicharito was able to score so I think it was a really great game uh, for Williams for Jonathan Dos Santos obviously Chicharito um, you know actually six players got yellow cards in this game which is kind of expected uh, Bond is still stellar and uh, Cameron Dunbar um, brought in that energy that the Galaxy needed. So I, I think it is looking good. Um, I think, you know, especially with the game that's coming on Saturday against Austin FC, I think I think the Galaxy are, are, are starting to impress. Um, you know, that said, I, I don't want them to get comfortable. I mean, looking at the roster, um, you know, you could have some squad rotation. Um, I mean, yeah, but you don't want to underestimate a team like Austin FC because, you know, they were able to defeat the Rapids. They were able to defeat Minnesota and I have a feeling that after this game on Saturday I'll know who the actual players are on that team um yeah but I I have to say uh yeah the Galaxy are they're earning they're earning their points and yeah. this is what we want to see I think and they're and they're third in they're third in the west I mean I, can, I can't complain right now I mean the image for me of this game oh is and Alex Chapman was ref <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> so you know that the Galaxy I know, right? Um, look, I yeah, think the photo so you know, you know it was a good game. I know the. I think the photo of this game for me was um, th when it the final whistle went and they panned over to Chicharito and he just collapsed on the ground, just like exhausted. Because I think that th that's a indicative sh sign of what the Galaxy did against LAFC, which was just, you know, they didn't necessarily they weren't necessarily tactically better on the day. They weren't necessarily you know, this stylistically brilliant team. They just outworked LAFC. And, you know, I hate this whole entire concept of, you know, blue-collar versus white-collar teams and stuff like that, but I, I, I feel it's about the only way I can aptly describe this performance, but it was a blue-collar performance. I mean, the Galaxy just went out there and worked and worked and worked. And, I mean, you talk about the six yellow cards. That, I mean, most of them were pretty well-deserved outside of Araujo, you know, time-wasting in the 90th minute. But, you know, it, it was just, you know, at all costs, we, we were not losing this game. And, you know, I think... If you'd ask the Galaxy if they came out of there with, with a 1-1 draw, I, I have a feeling they would be okay with that. But the fact of the matter is that they just worked so hard to get there. And, you know, 
they did struggle when LAFC went to three five two at halftime. I think that's a, a definitely a conversation in terms of just you know I mean the Galaxy were kind of playing a flat four four two, and just the best way to hurt that is flood the midfield in a three five two. And and the, and the Galaxy did struggle with that, but I think you know they just found a way. And and you know I I, I don't think we really un, I don't think even Vanny kind of knows what he wants out of this team tactically in terms of some overarching ideology, simply because I mean you know. You know they've got players that they're waiting to come in. I mean, you know, you, you know, Cabral is only going to get his first involvement this weekend. We don't know exactly what that's going to be. I mean, I can't imagine it's going to be more than like 15 minutes. Um, you know, they've got Koulibaly still working on the paperwork there, getting that all done. Um, they still have two or three more signings to make, as as, as they've kind of alluded to. Um, but just, I, I have a thing where I was just thinking about it this morning, where. I think, you know, they go to Seattle and they get absolutely hided. I mean, they were second rate during that entire game, um, you know, to obviously one of the best teams in MLS and one of the best dynasties MLS has ever seen. And I think, you know, I was thinking about, you know, like what would that have looked, you know, what would this LAFC game have looked like considering what the Galaxy are right now, where they are right now under other head coaches, right? Like, you know, you figure Siggy would have put a little bit of fight in them, but, you know, Kurt probably would have overthought the game and, you know, Shaloto, I mean, the kind of loss they took in Seattle, that turns into three or four losses under Guillermo Shaloto. Vanny's mm-hmm. got this group, in, and I don't know what he told them in Arizona during preseason. I don't know what he's put in the water, but this we know team a little bit is willing <laughs> about to the culture fight for one another. <laughs> said. And yeah. I, we've talked about it a lot about culture. Like, that this is, you know, this was the most critical thing was building a culture. And they've, they, like, what they're doing in these first four games in terms of building that culture should take, you know, half a season to build and they've done it in four games, you know, like, yeah, this is that's a really good point. Like, so, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's easy, you know, obviously also, I mean, the assist that uh, Daniel Williams had on, or Derek Williams, excuse me, had on that first goal, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Um, I don't think Chicharito, I think, you know, Chicharito was the first to react, but I don't think anyone really expected that ball to break to him. Um, but that's why you bring in Chicharitos because this is what he does, right? Like this is the Chicharito finish, which is he's better at being opportunistic than any other player on the field. Um, you know, the Rossi goal, I, you know, I, I'm not going to fault the Galaxy for that one. I think that was just a really well-worked goal from a team that is very good at interchanging passes and making it very difficult for you to track ghost runs. Um, you know, and Corey Barrett, I mean, you know, basically playing, you know, point guard on that one. Um, Yes, but I am going to fault the Galaxy a little bit just because, like I had said, like right when that was going on, that the Galaxy were just, they were just run down. And understandably so, they've been putting a lot of work in. And like you said, it could have been a 1-1 uh, game, you know. Um, but that, that's that's when you could just see that, that, that goal coming. And, you know, it comes off Bond's foot. I mean, that's just, that's just one of those things that's going to go in. Um, but I just feel like, yeah, uh, you know, when Dunbar got in, um, you know they needed they needed the other guys around them to be able to be able to be refreshed um so that was the only thing about conceding conceding that one goal i mean i i get it you know um i mean lfc was fighting for it and we're actually the galaxy besides bond saving them were actually really lucky lfc didn't score on them sooner just because of of how um gassed they really did seem um well i mean also Rossi had a but they still did very well in the first yeah you know, 20 minutes of this game like Rossi finishes that nine nine times out of ten if he's you know, we're talking about Diego Rossi on what his second start of the season. I mean, if they had been ten games of the season, Diego Rossi finishes that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I agree with you. They did play with fire a little bit, um, but you know, LAFC only had five shots on goal in this game. I mean, you know, 
Jonathan Bond with four saves and that incredible double save in the first half, um, which mm-hmm. that's the thing about this, right? Like you think about it in terms of, well, you know, look at this game. If, if this game had been played out with the part players of last year, mm-hmm. the Galaxy lose this game and they lose this game badly, you know? Sure. So yeah, I mean, I know, but how many keepers can fall and get back up and get and get their fingers on a ball to be able to save it a second time like that? Well, but that's what you need from certain keepers, right? Just sometimes no, you no, one hundred percent. Like that's why I'm not like all hail Bond. Like you know, he's doing what, what he's paid to do. But but it but it's still like a refreshing thing, like you said, in such a short amount of time to be able to see this happening. Um, you know, even in my notes, I have like the pieces. You know, under Shiloto, it was that you know he just didn't seem like he knew what to do with his pieces. And this way, um, he's still, you know, it's still a work in progress. Things are still getting ironed out, and we still have pieces that are coming in. But you can just be able to see, um, like, the galaxy just come alive. Um, that when you know that y- you're getting someone subbed in, um, that they're going to be able to do something, you know. Um, or that they're even making efforts that you just wouldn't see before. Um, you know, even Williams uh, is impressive to me. Like, he, he actually made a save in the 59th minute. <laughs> he was there to be able to block uh, another LAFC shot. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely, you know, I understand that the Galaxy, you know, they got frustrated, you know, they couldn't hold the ball. But um, they're they're figuring out ways to get creative because that, that, that's when I see them get stuck uh, is when I notice that, you know, they... Obviously, getting tired. Sure, a, a team like LAFC is gonna is gonna run you ragged. Um, but when you just see a team that's like knows that they can rely on other players, that they can get themselves out of situations. And I mean, I was impressed with Dunbar. He it was one v three at one point in the 79th minute um, for that young kid to be able to take everybody on, get that ball out of there. Sasha Kushin with his 35 year old legs on the floor, <laughs> like Blackman, like giving him. Uh, actually in his favor, um, you know, earning a, uh, a yellow card on Blockman. Like, you know, you can just see, even when uh, Chapman blew the whistle at the end, Dunbar was looking for space. He was on his run. Like, it was it was uh, really energetic, really great to see this team come alive. And you didn't feel like it was just that they stepped it up for LAFC, you know? You feel like this is a trend. Yeah, you feel like this is a, a block in a bigger house, if that makes sense. You know, like, this is, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't just a one-off. And it did feel like that with Shiloto when it came to the Traficos, which was that these were one-off performances where it just they got up for this game. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, now it's it, it, it feels, um, and I apologize for phone going off in the background, uh, it, it feels structural. It feels like this is the natural progression of things. This is the natural order of things. This is the way things are supposed to go and that, this isn't just a one-off performance that, you know, we're going to talk about over weeks and be like, man, I wish we could repeat that. It, it does feel like exactly. when they go out on Saturday, this is the expectation. Like, this is what it's supposed to look like. I do want to give credit to Saldana in this game. I think this was, you know, mm-hmm. I, I came into the season kind of a little bit agnostic about if he was ready to take that next step. Um, I think this game really shut me up pretty quickly. Um, and I think, you know, I think Vanny learned a lesson in, in Seattle, which is to say that, you know, maybe Jonathan can't do everything in the center of midfield. Maybe he needs some help. Um, and yes. Saldana was perfect for that. Yeah, and, and, and I'm glad that you said that because I was trying to think, like, what what was able to get Jonathan Dos Santos other than, obviously, his desire 
um, and and him being right there uh, when the ball came at him, but and taking advantage of that because Efrain was right there too. Did you see that? And then like he kind of like pulls back a little bit. That, and that uh, actually, I mean, I think that's uh huh. That's kind of actually a really like big you know kind of I, I've ragged on Efrain because I I think you know the the inches he gets in papers versus the talent I've seen on the field. I don't think he's exactly match up. But that's one of the smartest things I think I've seen Efrain do, which is that you know maybe a a more precocious kid just thinks, hey, you know, I can do this, you know, I'm, I'm 17, 18, you know, I've got the skill, I've got this. But, you know, it's very smart to have the awareness to realize where Jonathan Dos Santos is, where he's running, to hear Jonathan probably screaming his head off to lay off the ball and to just basically leave it. Like, that is, that is smart work. Like, that's not, you know, that, that is the sign of someone that, that, that has a high soccer IQ, that just knows where everyone around him on the field is. And I think that you know, we're seeing a little bit more of that with Efrain this year. I think Greg Danny has kind of become the uh, the lowest dose whisperer, so to speak. Because I mean, we talk about what he's got out of Saldana, what he's got out of Araujo, um, and and again, someone that I really want to come on to here in a second. You know, what he's gotten out of Saldana and Zubac. You know, even you know Carlos Harvey. Yeah, you know, I know he's not necessarily a young kid, but he was you know part of the lowest dose um, graduating class. And you know, Cameron Dunbar. You know, what he's got out of him so far. You know, that that's good. Um, and you know, they just look, you know, like Lostos and Efrain in general just looks a little sharper, looks a little bit more confident. And I think, you know, Greg Vanny, and I've said this before, you know, I think in previous regimes, you know, if, if say, you know, Cameron Dunbar or Efrain Alvarez has a bad game, they'd kind of be buried for a couple of weeks. They wouldn't get chances again. Vanny's not afraid to have someone make a mistake. And I think that confidence of, okay, well, I'm going to be aggressive in this moment, or I'm going to, you know, try something in this moment and if it doesn't come off and I'm not worried about you know not featuring for the team for eight weeks I think that's a big deal for a team that you know is trying to get younger is trying to use one of the most profitable academies in in MLS in general um you know I've long said that I think the Galaxy should should follow the FC Dallas model in terms of you know promoting young players that and it, it does feel like they're finally kind of getting there um but just to have that confidence, I mean, you know, Saldana, for example, 18-year-old kid, you know, what his third MLS start, you know, is the biggest game in MLS. Like, that's a lot of confidence to put in someone. And, you know, it's getting repaid. And I think that's the best part about all of this is it, it, it does feel like Greg Vanny's basically come into the locker room and said, I believe in you guys. And it does feel like they haven't had someone that's walked into that locker room in a very long time that said, I believe in you guys. You know, like, it does just feel like there's much more of a, a confidence around this team that, you know, hey, we know what we're doing, you know, and, and maybe there isn't an overarching tactical identity right now, and that's not going to come for a couple of weeks just simply because, you know, it's a new coach, a lot of new players coming in, trying to figure out, you know, you've got Grand Seer and you've got, you know, Cabral and Koulibaly and then um, the rumored other French defensive midfielder, uh, and I'm going to butcher his last name. Cuevas? Uh, no, uh, Ravaloson, um Oh. Yeah. Um, he's apparently rumored to be coming... Um, the, he's followed like half of the LA Galaxy on, on Instagram, and that's usually our go-to guide to determine oh, if a right. player's coming. Um, so, you know, it's a question of getting them in, you know, new country, new language, new league. Um, so I think that's going to take time. But, you know, like this, the, the, these, these performances are like so incredibly rejuvenating simply because it does look like rather than, you know, 10 plus one, like it was under Ibrahimovic and a little bit of last year with Chicharito when he was healthy, it does feel 11 players pulling for one another with some level of framework, ideology, concept, and um, vision. And I think that is critical, you know, and, and, and Greg Vanny's got this rebuild right from day one. 
Yeah, and I sure am glad that he did. I mean, hey, the white jersey curse is broken. <laughs> I don't know if I can go that far. Um, but it just feel good to to obviously win at home and win against LAFC. Um, is it that going to shut them up? I don't know. But um, but I definitely, uh, all that matters is, is that we're getting out of this is that, yeah, we can trust in Vanny, that we can trust in this team and, and believe in the direction that they're going in. Um, yeah, I, I, another, again, as I said, I wanted to shout out Araujo in this because I don't think he gets talked about enough in this game. I mean, mm -hmm. the kid, you know, he, he, Araujo talked in the press conference after this game. He talked about how, you know, the, the qualifying, the Olympic qualifying really affected him and how missing out on the Olympics really, you know, destroyed his confidence. And that he said, you know, when I was in Arizona, and the first couple of games, you know, I just didn't feel confident. I felt, you know, kind of off. And I, I, I can understand how devastating that must be to a young player. Um, I, I get it. Um, but I think this game, you know, he, and he said about this game, you know, he said, look, you know, I, I have my confidence back. And if you look at his numbers in this game, I mean, he won all of his tackles, won, you know, won 11 out of his 12 duels, you know, won every one of his headed chances, five interceptions. I mean, like, the kid, this was... You know, as much as we keep saying this is the coming out party for, you know, Julian Araujo, this might have been the coming out party for Julian Araujo in terms of just, yeah, this kid's really good. Um, you know, he's playing one of the best, uh, you know, kind of wing back, or, uh, wing back teams in the league. You know, he's also got to deal with a, a midfield that is, you know, up there, you know, in the top five of MLS, um, you know, with Atuesta, K and Blessing. I mean, Atuesta is probably the best passer of the ball in MLS currently. Um, and he really played lockdown on that side. I mean, Palacios was having a heck of a day trying to deal with them. And, you know, th this this is the Julian Araujo that I, 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 I hope to see more of. You know, I think, you know, he definitely has a case of the 19-year-olds where, you know, he'll have three games like this and then he won't have a game like this, which was, I think, the Seattle game. Um, but again, he's 19 and, and kind of, you know, still figuring it, you know, still figuring everything out. You know, that's understandable. You know, we all had a little bit of inconsistency when we were 19, I would say. Um, <laughs> but I think, you know, this this was huge for the Galaxy in the sense that this, as we said earlier, this doesn't feel like a one-off. Like, this feels like this is what it's going to look like. And, you know, honestly, I'm okay with, you know, you know, as someone who, you know, I've, I've cut my teeth on this podcast talking about tactics and how I've been begging for overarching, you know, glamorous tactical identity – I'm really cool with us being a blue collar, just work out every game club. Um, you know, now that it's a question of how long that's sustainable, just simply because of the physical exertion of what that requires. But, you know. Well, that's where like a good squad rotation will, will come in. That's where, um, you know, subbing is gonna, is gonna be important. Uh, you know, and obviously, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's gonna be good though. I think you're right though. Um, you know, you don't wanna wear your guys out when it comes cup time, right? But that's the only thing about when you see squad rotation, I think in previous years, that would have been a concern. You know, I think if you look at Galaxy mm. benches from like 2017 onwards, like there weren't a lot of names where you felt comfortable with people coming in, right? Like, you know. Oh, I know. I meant that it looks like the Galaxy's building depth this year. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm cool with like, you know, and, 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 and it's, and it's, it's, I think it's partially building depth, but I also think it's partially what Vanny has done in terms of instilling confidence. I mean, Carlos mm. Harvey comes in this game. You know, and in the uh, 55th for Saldana after, you know, it looks like Saldana was doing his best to get himself sent off on a second yellow. Um, but, you know, also yeah. he was getting a little overrun in the 3-5-2 and, and Harvey's a little bit more of a savvy operator. Um, and, and Harvey just 
I mean, honestly, probably shores up the midfield and like to win this game. I mean, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, even if the yellow card he got was was well deserved, um, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like it was just. I mean, it was it was fascinating to see. I mean, also quick quick note for my favorite gif of this game that's going around the, the socials. Efron Alvarez's Meg on K and just Bob Bradley just walking to the bench just so disappointed. Oh, yes. It's, yeah, that was, yeah. I just saw that today, too. Why does every one of these damn games give us just one of those moments of just absolute <laughs> meme ability? Um, I love it. It's amazing. Um, but I'm also looking, like, who they didn't use, you know, like Augustine Williams, Nick Depuy, um, um I mean, Fisher, I know he's kind of shaky right now, but I, I just think, you know, I think that this is really looking good. Yeah, I know. Um, mm-hmm. This is not the game for Augie Williams, if that makes sense. You know, I think Augie Williams no, is, no, for sure. is going to be primarily deployed when they're down a goal or they need, you know, another fulcrum well, just in like the Jonathan attack. Dos Santos, you know he's, he's your, your guy to have um, at an LAFC game, you know. Um, I believe it was out. Um, in Araujo, too, yeah. It was either John Strong or Taylor Tolman, or not Taylor Tolman, uh, excuse me, Stu Holden, I get them mixed up. The ones who should have better U.S. men's national team careers. Um, But he said it's like, you know, Jonathan doesn't score often, but when he scores, it's usually big. And I think that's a very fair way to describe Jonathan Dos Santos' LA Galaxy career, because when you talk about the goal in 2019 against Minnesota, which, by the way, what a heck of a goal that was. Um, I know. And then this goal, you know, he's he's a big game player. That's Jonathan Dos Santos' career with the LA Galaxy. You know, maybe he's not always up for the game against, you know, I don't know, FC Cincinnati. But then again, you know, I'm pretty confident you could throw most of the Galaxy podcasts in a starting 11 against Cincinnati and we'd probably be good for a point. Um, but, you know, this is... You hear that, boys? Round them up. <laughs> this is just big game players stepping up in big situations. And that is, you know, that's awesome to see. And, you know, I'm, I'm super excited to see. You know, I'm a little concerned about this weekend just simply because of the, the exertion that the team put in. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to uh, underestimate Austin FC. That's yeah, for sure. Because, like I said, they were they you know they're not acting mediocre. Yeah, no, and you shouldn't underestimate Austin FC. They're a good team, but you know I think just this it, it does feel like a corner's been turned. You know, and, and I think had they gone over those first two games, and you know, yeah, we won the first two, we lose to Seattle three, and then we go out and you know draw LAFC or we lose to LAFC at home, then maybe it's kind of like a oh, okay, yeah, that's right, this is still a rebuilding project. But to go three and one in your first four games and the three games you win, you know, aren't necessarily, um, uh, I, I wouldn't say they're necessarily really these master classes in tactical superiority, but the mentality, you know, there, there were master classes in mentality, if that makes sense. Like they were more than happy to say, all right, cool, you know, tactically we're not going to get through you. All right, we're just going to outwork you. And it, it reminds me a lot of the, the U.S. Men's National Team of the 2009 Confederations Cup, where you know, they went out, they beat Spain, and Spain had this concept that they were just going to outplay the United States. And the United States said, yeah, fine, we're cool with that. But we're going to run harder, we're going to work harder, we're going to, you know, grind you into the ground. And they just didn't have an answer for that. And Brazil didn't have an answer for that for 45 minutes. I'm okay with that. You know, it does is it sustainable over, you know, a three, four-year period? I don't think so. I think they're going to need some level of tactical identity. And, and, and from everything I've seen with Vanny, and especially his time in, in Toronto, you know, they, you know, a possession-heavy side that likes to, you know, use the ball as both attack and defense, um, which I think is a, a viable strategy for this Galaxy team. Um, but obviously, he doesn't have all of his his parts yet, and that's 
you know, so, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking really tactical things out of these kind of games. I'm taking mentality things out of this. I think your mic cut out a little bit at the end there. Oh, well, um, I'm taking mentality things out of this, out of this, these past four games. And even, you know, when they were 3-0 down to, to Seattle, the heads didn't drop. You know, they kept going. They kept trying to figure it out. And that's, you know, and then in this game when, you know, it's 1-1, I think previous Galaxy teams' heads would drop. Heads would kind of, you know, it'd be like, oh, God, you know, we just got to hold on. You know, we got to hold on for however long. Now it's a, no, you know what, we yeah. can probably go out and outwork you and win this thing. And that is refreshing as can be. Yeah, and, and that's and that's exactly what you know. I, w- I was um, getting concerned about, uh, well, you know, with the with the galaxy, um, as good as they looked. Um, obviously, you know, I'm not going to go doom and gloom. I'm not going to over criticize um, right now. Not when they're not when they're doing so well. Um, but it, but it does get concerning. Um, you know, uh, understandably so. How exhausted they get, but at the same time, you're like. <laughs> I like to think of is a survivor tagline uh, for the TV show that's gone on like 40 seasons. Everybody's like, Survivor, that show's still going. Yes, uh, it's outwit, outplay, outlast. And that's all I could think um, that the galaxy have to just continue doing. Um, you know, if, if, if they're going to get gassed, they've got to be able to outwit. They, they just have to, to hold it down. Um, like you were saying, e- even if, let's say you don't get like a whole lot of goals, even if the soccer isn't sexy. Um, you know, it, it's it's just about getting the three points. I don't care. Hang on, you know, um, especially um, against teams like Seattle and, I mean, even LAFC, you know. I mean, sure, they don't have Bella right now, and, you know, but you're not going to underestimate a, a team like that and, and um, you know, put down a, yeah. a, a threat like Rossi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah you, you you know, you yeah, it's easy for us to talk-ish um, a lot, but I think, you know, credit give credit where credit is due, and like we're saying against... Austin FC, it's not the time to fall asleep. It's not time to park the bus. Yeah, and I think I, I think you make a, a fair point. You know, kind of lacing it back into the, the survivor uh, tagline. You know, I think for a long time, I think the Galaxy haven't had an identity, right? Like, I think it's just mm-hmm. been a collection of players, and like the identity for two years was Ibrahimovic. And like, looking good it, on paper. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a, a a forged identity, and I think you know. It almost feels like this galaxy team's a little counterintuitive to what we understand the galaxy identity to be normally, which is these kind of these, sure. you know, a high power team that, you know, is happy to blow you off the field. Um, but this team is gritty. This team is willing to work. This team is putting in the effort, and I mm-hmm. think that's that's huge. And I, you know, again, you know, complacency on the weekend has to be avoided. Um, and I think mm-hmm. more, I think you and I are, are, are long-windedly getting onto that game. Um, but you know, this was this was a big win, and this was a win that yeah. I think really could shape uh, the season to come. So it really was the coach. It does it does matter. Um, you know, all the credit to to Vanny, um, obviously to the players, but it, it it really does seem Vanny that's been able to knit all this together. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, you know, when you look at when you look at where the Galaxy sit on the table. Um, and, and who the big contenders are. I mean, sure, anything can change. Sure, it's early in the season, it's MLS. But no, Seattle Sounders, still Sounder, even when their main goalkeeper is down. Um, San Jose, who I really didn't think was going to be much of anything, and not just because, you know, they're a rival, um, and Wando is way above any records. Like, you, you know, I get it if you love him, but, you know, we <laughs> have to hate him. Um, but it's, 
it's just, you know, you look at the, what these other teams are doing and you're just like, okay, like the Galaxy are really going to have their work cut out for them. Even the Houston Dynamo. I really thought Vancouver was going to suck. Um, I don't even know how Colorado's like above Sporting Kansas City right now. Um, you know, in Real Salt Lake, they, they put up a tough challenge too. The Galaxy are, it's a wild, wild west again. <laughs> um, you know, but, but you just, you feel like under Vanny. Um, and like you said, the work that the, that they're putting in, um, it, this is not, um, a, a dress rehearsal, you know, I don't feel like they're just taking it as practice, you know, I yeah. do feel like, yeah, that they're, that they're taking these, these games seriously, they're not underestimating, um, they're not sitting comfortably and, and just thinking, oh, okay, it's just a, a mediocre or a little above mediocre, I don't know what's above mediocre, help with an adjective there, um, <laughs> uh, expansion, expansion team, I mean, I think Austin FC is, is surprising, um, you know, we don't do predictions on this show, I don't see the Galaxy losing this game, but I do see it, it could be something silly, um, it could end up being a draw or something, if they, if they don't mark their men, if they, if they, you know, get too tired, or, um, they run out of creative ideas. I mean, we really have to see because it's going to be the first time that they face uh, Austin FC yeah. and to see, you know, what what it is that they're going to be dealing with. I think I think it'll be a good test, though. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll definitely get into this on the clipboard uh, that comes out tomorrow. Um, but you know, I think they're a team that you know is 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 very good at moving off the ball. You know, they're very good at occupying the half spaces and and kind of punishing you through that. Um, you know, so I think the Galaxy defense is going to have to be really aware. This is probably another one of those double pivot defensive midfield performances from Jonah and, and, and Saldana, just simply because they're going to need to uh, eat space um, and prevent them from being able to move fluidly. Um, they did lose their captain, Alex Ring, to uh, a red card um, after receiving two yellows uh, inexplicably in the game against SKC, that second challenge. I don't know what he was thinking. Um, you know, the, the, so, so kind of the, the heart of this team is will be missing. Um, they've had some problems in the defense. Um, Romagna has not settled the way that kind of everyone said he was going to. So I think, you know, th there's definitely opportunities here for the Galaxy. I mean, the, the, you know, Gallagher has hit the ground running for their offense. Um, there's opportunities here for the Galaxy, but they're going to have to be, you know, they can't get complacent. And they, they have to be shrewd in, in, in terms of the, the way that they handle this team. But, you know, I mean, you look at the two wins that Austin had, you know, against a, a, a decent Colorado team, but against a Minnesota team that has also been you know, out to sea um, with the boat on fire, kind of bad for Austin. Um, and, you know, they've lost to two teams they probably should lose to. So I think, you know, you know, 500 team, you know, mm -hmm. this is a game, you know, the Galaxy are, this is one of those games where you walk into it, it's like, this is a game the Galaxy should win. I think this is going to be, you mm -hmm. know, kind of a, I think this is, this is one of those, you know, like kind of where are you now checks in terms of like, are you going to win the games you're supposed to win? And I think if they can do that, then um, I, I, I feel pretty good about, you know, like the rest of the season. And keep in mind, you know, these are the three points that matter. You know, in 2019, I mean, the Galaxy missed out on a home playoff game and, you know, by, you know, three points. And so, you know, don't discredit mm -hmm. these early season three points. You know, like, these are critical come, you know, decision day and playoff time. Yeah, MLS is wild. Um, Galaxy's at home. It's looking good for them. Um, but like you said, uh, you know, as far as uh, looking for space, I think Dunbar, uh, if they can get him on, uh, will be able to, to do that. Um, I do see and want him to be a sub. Uh, Williams is um, really, really tough. Uh, good, good defense. Um, Legit and Zubak kind of try to create. <laughs> um, I don't hate it. Um, it's just, it's just, 
it has to be done in a way where they're not going to be kicking ball straight to the keeper, you know. Um, and obviously Chicharito doing what Chicharito does. Um, so the defense can can step it up, mid can create, and and just I just say just get as many goals as you can, you know, and then defense. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if we <laughs> can. Sounds pretty average, like duh. But I mean, against against a team like Austin FC, it's it's a little bit of a wild card, honestly. Yeah, if we can, if we can get a clean sheet, I think that's going to be the big kind of. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that would be nice because the Galaxy keep conceding goals. So, um, but again, that's the defense, you know. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, so Conway's clipboard. Keep a lookout for that. Uh, more in depth tomorrow, um, before our twelve thirty Pacific Standard Time game, at home. Hopefully You're going, right? Can add some. Uh, some, some insight on uh, our, our good friends from Texas. So, uh, thank you for listening. This has been episode eight, and stay tuned. Talk to you soon.